0: Hi, my name is Christy Lee, and hopefully by now I'm welcoming you back to the Praise and Worship Podcast. We are up to episode six. I have loved the first five, and I hope that you have too. So far, we've heard from Paul Balash, David Leonard, formerly of All Sons and Daughters, Corey Asbury, plus some local leaders, Matt Goss of LCBC Worship and Nathan Hurst of Life Center Worship. I am so glad this time to feature Tiffany Hammer of Elevation Worship. I caught up with her over FaceTime while she was at The Batchmaker. It's her go to coffee shop near the Elevation Church offices in Charlotte, North Carolina. Stay tuned to hear what she orders at The Batchmaker. Plus, we talk about her very musical family, how she got involved at Elevation Church, the writing process of the song Never Lost, what songs she and her congregation are into lately, and what she'd splurge on if somebody gave her some spending money. Yes, this time around, we're talking with Tiffany Hammer of Elevation Worship, Elevation Rhythm, too. We're going to get into that a little bit, but first, you
1: had a big weekend. I'm going to give a few of the highlights of everything you were up to. Yes, so this weekend at church, we celebrated our 14-year anniversary, and it was just incredible to see you the faithfulness of God over the years. Um, Got to hear from Bishop T.D. Jakes, which was just incredible to see what he kind of imparted into our church and into our pastors. Um, As well as got to lead um, worship with Israel Houghton and Travis Green and just people that are incredible um, voices in our generation. So to have them come in was just such an honor.
0: Israel Houghton, that is so fun. Yes. Stylistically, is he kind of one of the people that you would you would love to sing along with, Um, because that's super gospel. Right. Right.
1: I mean, I would never consider myself in that lane at all. Right. Gospel in in any way, but it was such an honor to just be beside someone that is a legend and someone I've looked up to for a long time and have sung his songs for years. So it's super incredible.
0: Now, uh, another thing that happened this weekend, Valentine's Day. What about highlights in that category?
1: Yes, Um got to just have a little day trip with my boyfriend on Valentine's Day. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, went to Charleston and just had had a great time. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: That is a fun place to, to visit on a day trip.
1: Yes, so yes. like whether
0: you're going for the food or the beach stuff or I mean, that's like a really cool spot. So what was your favorite place to be? in when you were in Charleston?
1: Honestly, the shopping. I loved to shop and we just got there and <laughs> took our time, went to as many stores as we wanted, shopped a bit, ate some food. It was just the perfect day, honestly. So,
0: Okay, so shopping wise, if somebody handed you a bunch of money and said, use this to go shopping like you can't pay rent you can't pay a bill this is like for you if somebody blessed you in that way what would you be going for would you be going for clothes shoes makeup um
1: first of all that is an actual dream come true i would love that um (laughs) i'd probably go with clothes i think going to a place like zara or something just to have a ton of money to would just be so much fun so
0: so fashion right now is in kind of a fun spot. And obviously with the, you know, being on stage at Elevation, I'm sure that you have to be responsible about what you wear. Like you have to present yourself really well with fashion. So that's kind of got to be really fun. Do you have a favorite piece of clothing right now or shoes or, or something that is just your favorite to wear on stage? Um, I don't
1: know if I have a specific like piece that is my favorite, but. I'm always trying to look for a statement piece or something that might be something I wouldn't normally wear. Um, So I don't know. I'm kind of into like different shapes, like different fashion. Like fashion is so about like the shape that it makes. So kind of like this boxier look is kind of in right now, which I love to kind of experiment with. So it's not any specific pieces. I just am always down to like try new things, look for um, something that's a little bit different. So, yeah.
0: That's got to be so fun
1: <laughs> to get it. to do
0: the statement stuff on a big stage, you know, in front of a lot of people because you kind of have to, you have to stand out. It's got to look look good on camera, I'm sure. So that's yeah. a, a lot of fun to get to do that too. So I also want to talk a little bit about um, your family. It seems from what I can tell, you come from a musical family. Yes. Um, I did see the clip when you were on a little road trip with your, I think, sisters and your parents, and there was some playing of mom and dad's old music, so <laughs> tell us a little bit about your parents and, and music in and your family.
1: Uh, yes, I really feel like I was born into a family that loves God, loves music, in a family who basically um, was like traveling evangelist, kind of would go church to church, sing a lot, preach a little bit. So I was kind of raised in that environment. My parents grew up made tapes, uh, cassette tapes.
0: Oh, I remember cassette tapes.
1: <laughs> cassette tapes, I know. We didn't. We actually were borrowing a car for that trip, which allowed us to, it was a super old car, that allowed us to actually play a cassette tape Oh my goodness. There's no way you can actually listen to those now. So it was amazing. But um, my grandpa as well was a part of like a gospel singing group um, called The Couriers. So I feel like it, it's just been in my family and just so cool to like spend my carry out that dream that my family had. Um, yeah. And so definitely a part of my life. My parents have been singing, riding their whole lives. And I'm just kind of taking that and running with it as well.
0: So do you think you sound at all like your mom? I've
1: never been told that. Um, I don't know that I would take exactly after her, but maybe aspects of it. She used to sing kind of higher and, that's a little bit of what my voice is like.
0: So, <laughs> I mean, she has a great, she has a great voice. From the little bit that I heard on your stories,
1: she has a she really does. awesome voice. Yeah.
0: So, was singing something that you and your sisters always grew up doing? We actually like to
1: say we felt like we were kind of born onto a stage singing, mm-hmm. just because whenever we traveled as evangelists, we would basically go to church to church and me and my sisters and cousins would basically go up on stage from young ages right. and sing a cute little song. So grew up with that every week, like singing and everything. And, um, all my, all my family is talented and all of them can sing. My sisters don't necessarily like to. I've right. kind of been the one that's like run with it. Um, but yeah, so we all kind of grew up with that.
0: Does anybody else, like, play an instrument?
1: Basically, my dad. He he plays a little bit. Um, Mom plays a little bit. But um, I play keys and a little bit of guitar. Nothing too crazy. Okay,
0: so you guys are really singing-focused as opposed to all of the instrumentation stuff. That's a lot of fun. So how did you get involved at Elevation? Yeah, so I actually heard that
1: they offered internships. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was in college at the time and a part of my major kind of needed an internship to graduate. So I found out about Elevation. I, I had known some of their songs, heard of Pastor Cena before. So I was like, This sounds like a great like opportunity. So I actually moved to Charlotte for three months of a summer and did an internship. And after that ended up going back to college, finishing out my senior year, graduating, and then coming back to Charlotte um, to be a part of elevation. Ended up kind of finishing an apprenticeship type program and then getting on staff with the church so i've been there for like two two years now on staff which is just crazy um and i love everyone minute of it it's been so fun
0: if you follow elevation on social media you'll see it seems like you guys are just having a blast every single day every every day there's something like amazingly fun happening so that's going to be a great place to work
1: It's the best place to work. Um, I mean, there is quite literally always something going on. Yeah. If it's not a conference, it's a huge event or something. So we kind of run really hard and fast. But when you're doing it with people you love and when it's for a mission that you support and love and want to give your life to, it's so worth it. So
0: for you, how do you balance that in life? So, you know, always doing something hard and fast. There's got to be times where you, you know, refill and refresh out of the spotlight, you know, in order to be able to keep doing it. So what does that look like for you?
1: That is um, something I've been learning this past year, of just how important it is to rest. Um, Because you can only go so hard for so long um, before you really just end up getting tired and weary. But um, I've just found taking Friday is is our day off. Um, making those kind of sacred, like, yeah. that, that's a me day. I, I need to do what I need to do. For love. Um, and I love, like, actually adventuring. That's kind of very energizing for me. So maybe going to a new place and kind of exploring. Um, I always love days like that. But even just in busy weeks when you've got a lot going on, um, I found taking a pocket of time in the middle of the day, if it's 30 minutes, if it's a lunch break, whatever, to just refresh. and do what I need to do. And kind of taking rest in the middle of the day has been really helpful for me. Because um, sometimes you don't have a lot of, like your weekend might be crazy, you might have a lot going on that week. So finding time in your day to really just do what you need to do, recoup, journal, whatever, to kind of feel refreshed.
0: Yeah, that's really good. So coming from back home, I, I think I saw somewhere that your family is from Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. My parents pastor a church up in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, kind of south of Harrisburg. Yeah, um, that's totally yeah. our
0: neighborhood. Right,
1: yeah, that's where I grew up after we finished traveling um, as a family, and then my parents planted a church there, and all my family still lives there. My sisters are now in Florida, but my aunt and uncle, my grandma's there, so it's, it's definitely fun to come home to.
0: Another thing that I want to talk about is this new music. I want to make sure with some of the time that we have, we talk about Never Lost. So that song... Oh, it just had my heart from the very beginning. I mean, part of it was the way that it was released, and the cute videos you got to do were hilarious. Um, the one in the studio with the you know different different kind of genres that one was was yes. awesome. Um, but yeah. I want to know more about this song because the lyrics I just haven't been able to get over, and it's been a few months now. So Never Lost came out what November of last year. I want to know a little bit about what inspired the song because you you co wrote this one. Yeah, I was so
1: privileged to be able to to play a part in this song. Our pastor is just the most brilliant songwriter. A lot of people don't even know that. He um, usually kind of comes up with like the theme of like a lot of the songs. So he kind of came in with this idea, singing, you can do all things, you can do all things but fail, into a totally different melody, totally different rhythm. And we actually just kind of came in that day to write. It was myself, um, Pastor Steven, and then one of our worship leaders, Chris Brown, um, and just kind of came in not with the intention, like, we have to write an amazing song. It was just kind of like, let's see what happens, let's have fun. And that song kind of came about in probably like four hours. Wow. And we just had a blast writing it. Like, it was one of the most like easy in a way of like, it, it was hard work, but it felt effortless. It felt like it was something we needed to sing and kind of vamp on, like, you never lost a bottle. That ended up, being what we call like the bridge it's like we just kind of sing that over and over again but in the room it felt like that's what we needed to say we just needed to get that in our spirit get that in our mind so yeah i mean i can remember when pastor stephen throughout the line um you were still showing up at the tomb of every lazarus right yeah from that moment on we were like oh my word like it just shifted the whole the whole room And so kind of, um, writing along the lines of like, you can do all things but fail. like it's who you are. It's, it's your nature to be faithful. And, um, yeah, so that's a little bit behind the scenes of the song, but a lot of times you go into writing sessions, like really wanting to write a certain type of song or wanting it to be this way, but it really was just like, let's get in the room, let's see what happens. And felt like God just really effortlessly helped us kind of create that one and it's yeah, it kind of became what it was. Now with a lot of different influence, a lot of different voices with the production of the song. So yeah,
0: could you tell from the beginning that it was going to have kind of that like gospel vibe to it? Is that how it Honestly, felt on that on that day of writing? It didn't. It didn't have that
1: tone at all. Yeah. It had like a, a few fun chords, which made it feel maybe had a tone of that. Right. But we had um, a few people work on the production and then got some, like, choir parts involved, and then it kind of became this, like, mix of, like, this contemporary worship mixed with, like, this gospel seal. So I didn't know it when we wrote it that it would turn into what it is now. But, again, it's like the collaboration is so beautiful. It's like it's one thing, and then you give it to someone else, and they make it better, and then they give it to someone else, and it becomes better. So, yeah, it kind of is crazy.
0: Now, like being able to sing that if you're going through something really hard, if you feel like a Lazarus, you know, before you get out of the tomb, like having there's just like an extra I don't know, it just stands out even more yeah. to have that kind of a twist to it. So, yeah, so I really love it. Yeah.
1: So glad.
0: I do love seeing Pastor Stephen, you know, in all of these co-writing sessions where he's got the guitar. To realize that he kind of operates that way. If you listen to his sermons, he does have a very like rhythmic and lyrical. Like you can imagine that he is a good songwriter. So it must be fun to have him be able to
1: do both things. Oh my word! He's so brilliant. Like, yeah. What can you not do? Right. You can preach an amazing message and then
0: write an
1: amazing song. And it's just
0: like. It's incredible. He's pretty talented. Now I want to talk about Elevation Rhythm a little bit. So this is kind of like where, you know, you've got the Hillsong, Hillsong United back in the day, branching out into like another part of of the music ministry. So Elevation Rhythm is like the youth music ministry of Elevation Church. Is that the right comparison?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like the new worship expression for our youth. So much
0: fun. And as much fun as Elevation Regular has it looks like elevation rhythm just goes totally bonkers? Like yeah. <laughs> that must be so fun, and, you, and are, you get to be involved in both.
1: Yes, um, I was kind of a part of launching elevation rhythm, um, helping to write for it, helping to kind of launch it off the ground, yeah. Um, and it's been so much fun. We're, we're kind of trying things we're trying to push boundaries yeah. trying to just see what works trying right. to sound relevant to what you are listening to a lot yeah. of different kind of like pop trap stuff right so we're working with people that know what they're doing in that realm and kind of um, trying to see what happens trying to push boundaries trying to just have fun and it's been really cool to be a part of
0: definitely have to follow them on social media but also you guys have had some songs coming to radio here already um, from the, the new project. It's forthcoming, still working on the whole rest of it. Is that, is that where the status is right now? Yeah, so we're just kind of um, releasing singles. Kind of a single right. a
1: month is, is the plan um, with hopes to do, like, a fuller project down the road. But, um, yeah, Never Walk Away has been on, on radio, which has been just amazing. That's right. the very first single we released. And so to see it um, kind of launch off the ground has been really awesome.
0: So keep up with them, second single already out now, and a whole lot of awesome videos to go along with it. I do want to ask a few more questions, and these are kind of like questions that I ask everybody. And the first one is, what is your personal favorite worship song right now? I know this is a hard one. It always gets everybody thinking, but if there's a song that you're in your own personal time, it's like your favorite one.
1: Yes. If you haven't heard of Maverick City Music, mm-hmm. they're just everything to me right now. And so I've been really listening to their albums a lot. I think the song "Refiner" that was on their latest project has just been my prayer lately. I listen to it probably every day and just always kind of worshiping to it. Always the bridge that says, clean my hands, purify my heart. Um, it's just that, that prayer. And so I'm always kind of making sure that that is the motive in my heart. That is like my prayer going into every opportunity that I do, just making sure that the Lord is at the center of all of it. So that song's super special to me right
0: now. That's a great answer, by the way. I can't. They have new music in the works too, which I like. Can't, I keep checking. I can't wait for it. So I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. What about your church? You've got a big church, and I'm sure they respond well to everything. But is there a house favorite song right now?
1: I mean, I would say "See a Victory," which was on our Midnight yeah. Project. Is one of those songs that anytime we sing it, it's just like electric, like people shout it at the top of their lungs. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that song has been so impactful for our community, whether we're singing it at our home church or singing it on the road. People are just like so moved by the song. And so I would say that's probably the house favorite right now.
0: That's like a faith booster. It's awesome. It works at my church, too. <laughs> just so it. you know. I love that. It is a necessary song. And if you're going through something where you need a breakthrough, like this is an anthem. If you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. It's a really good one to sing. The last question, I don't ask this one to everybody, but I did see a few months ago a post about Brussels sprouts and (laughs) Buffalo chicken dip. And I was like, I love this girl. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So are those some of your, your most favorite foods? Oh my
1: word. Um, I, Definitely some of my most favorites. I think the thing that is funny is, or my favorite thing about being an adult and just being on my own is, like, I can have whatever I want for dinner. I can make a giant pan of buffalo chicken dip that doesn't necessarily go with Brussels sprouts, but I was just wanting both and made them both that night, and then some nights it's, like, I all I want is, like, really yummy cookies and, like, a Brandon side that I'm craving, and so definitely definitely buffalo chicken dip is a favorite um learned how to make it from my mom and just kind of make that every once in a while but it's kind of just so fun to make your own decisions and just eat whatever you want not have to ask anybody about it
0: i did think that that was the the funniest choice you know because most people would say the cookies thing once they're a yeah. grown up, if they could have anything for dinner, be cookies or ice cream or whatever, and for you, right. it's just just this great combination of two things that I think are fantastic. And yeah. you can put them together, and I'm I'm not going to complain at all. But buffalo chicken dip is like the great uniter. I, most people yes. love it, even people oh, yeah. that are snobby about about food, you know, they still will fall for it. I think almost every time. Oh yeah. It's so good. Everybody loves you if you bring it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I love that too. And I think the only last question I have that I'm really curious about is this has been in a coffee shop, this interview. Some people would pay big money for a a you know track of just like coffee shop ambiance. So we got that for it. free. Um, yes. But what did you get? What kind of coffee did you get?
1: My favorite um, right now is a Breve Latte. Yeah. Which is like the half and half of, and, and put honey in it. It's so good.
0: I was going to ask so. about a sweetener because there's like 15 <laughs> different choices there. Yeah. Okay. And what, what coffee shop are you in?
1: So I'm at a coffee shop called The, Batch, the Batchmaker. Um it's close by where our offices are in charlotte it's awesome
0: well tiffany thank you for joining me today for answering all of these questions we can't wait for new music from elevation worship and elevation rhythm yes. and to see all of your adventures and what else you choose to eat for dinner as a grown-up i kind of <laughs> hope that you. this is like a recurring series on your instagram or something <laughs> i
1: i will make one because
0: yes. it makes everybody feel like we're your friends wait we know what she had I for would, dinner and I would choose that too. Or maybe that's what I'll make for dinner tonight because that sounds like a great idea.
1: Social media is the best. It's the best. It's like gives you all the ideas.
0: Yeah. It's a little exhausting too.
1: It's the best and the worst.
0: Yeah. Amen <laughs> to that. All right, <laughs> Tiffany, thank you for talking today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Big thanks to Tiffany Hammer. Follow her on social media for sure. Thanks also to Nathan Hurst for the track you're hearing now. It's called Vision. You can stream this one and many more on Spotify. I also want to invite you to tune in to WJTL Sunday mornings for a four-hour praise and worship playlist locally at FM 90.3, but you can also catch it on our free app and streaming at WJTL.com. It's 6 to 10 every Sunday morning. And if you have not already done it, subscribe to this podcast because more episodes are coming soon and that way you won't miss it. Typical release days are Tuesdays, so it's right there waiting for you bright and early. Until next time, keep up with me on social media. I'd love to connect with you there. Thanks again for listening to the Praise and Worship podcast. Talk to you soon.